2: Hello and welcome to the Trample Bed Podcast for Saturday, the first of February, two thousand twenty. I'm your host, Sean Walker, and with me this week is Andy Vaughan. Good morning, John. And Gordo. Morning. See now that you've been present on the the register so much, I don't feel like any introductions now. It should just be we're all here, Pre- present. Aye. Because it used I to. I like the intro. I used aye. to have to see Andy uh, was here because we're Wednesday mornings or oh, yeah, just international just... man. I'm sure Andy works for the government, like the agency though. Yeah, like
1: not that he works for the bit the Americans would call the government. Ah... <laughs> <laughs> How are you? Good.
0: Damn yeah. good. Great well, I was and, at Easter and, Road last night, was, and this is an early start. So, And you had to drive here? And I had to drive here because Scott, Scott cancelled my train. And now, you know, it's just it's just overhead upon overhead. <laughs> and I paid for parking, and then I'm going to have to take the car somewhere and I'd either pay the extortionate rates in town to stay in town, or I drive it back home and then <laughs> pay my rail fare in anyway and waste half an hour. Or just park at West Street. The, after nine o'clock, it will be absolutely mobbed.
2: Is a little insight for our English listeners? It is, yeah. Let's well, go to Better News and last week's picks because it was very our, our, slide of good. Our joint best week. Yeah. Uh, banker, over one point five goals, Monica V. Strasbourg. I was not confident at half-time when I was texting you. It, uh, it was going in. What was it, forty-six minutes? So you're in three minutes of added time still now, now. If it got to half time, I was not getting the goal.
0: No, but you got the away goal, which got, is
2: always good because you need the home team to chase. Yes, but God and I were watching it, and we knew from about seventy minutes the goal was only going to come from Strasbourg. Yeah, because Monaco drew three each away at PSG, and the guy's first game in charge. Yeah, I don't know how that happened. A new manager bounce—that's what that is, right there. And One, then, anyway, it finished three-one. It was sealed so it, it, it. it. So if you didn't, if you went watching it nervously, going on to your thirteenth bank on a row. It looked fine. That's brilliant, but it uh, was what not. A, what a run from is you! This why you like the A League because it's like
1: six goals in the first ten minutes. <laughs> it,
0: <laughs> your run may even be better than thirteen in a row. If twelve in a row, sorry, uh, it might even be better because we're only tracking this section since the new format. Arrived. Good point. I've not even checked. There is a spreadsheet to consult. There is. I'll be able to. I'll be able to look at it. But that might put even more pressure on you. Uh, my banker, Leon at home to Toulouse, 1-3 to in the French League, uh, the comfortable 3-0 Leon win. That was just nice. It's, it's nice to have a banker that just is in very early and isn't going anywhere. So that
1: was good. And speaking of that, we've got Aaron <laughs> Vracos versus Pax who won
2: 4-0. That was it. That's, so our banker Treble came in. That's got to be as good as our bankers have been. Well, it's very a 4-0, 3-0 and over 3.5 goals when you only needed over 1.5. Yeah,
0: yeah. It's
2: great. Hassle-free. My value final the away to Heracles, they were a goal down at half time, but within seven minutes of the second half, final were three one up. I had said two to one for final to win, both teams to score. They conceded a the goal late on. It was a bit nervy. It played for like ninety eight minutes. The yeah, there was a lot of stoppage time. But I came in. It evens final one away to Heracles, and both teams to score and one was two to one as well. So you did mention that. Uh, my value bet was in the
0: English League 1 Rochdale versus Gilliam I just didn't think this was a game Gilliam would win Because uh, they were favourites for it So I took Rochdale or draw Ended up 2 each So another value pick
2: Did ended. Rochdale take the lead twice? Uh, Gilliam saw it take the lead twice
0: this Or was it 2-1? 2-1 Ro- two, two, Rochdale took the lead Right, okay Gilliam went 2-1 up It went 2-all And then it sort of petered out For the last 20 minutes I mean it's what you Perfect. said it's
1: You didn't think who would be backing Gilliam At that price
0: Yeah, so 4-6 Another value bet in
2: and my value let down the team this week. Mate, I was watching it. I it can, was brutal. I cannot... I'd bet during the game, so about 70 minutes, I'd bet another goal mm-hmm. because it was a Leipzig pressure. Yeah, constant. And I actually stopped looking and you wrote fuck in the chat and I went and checked the score and it did, Frankfurt it scored late on. I was like, oh, at least my goal came in. It I mean, won me like... It was like five quid to win me nine quid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Um, no, it's... It,
1: it, that's the cursed fixture for uh, for home wins yep. as Andy was talking about before mm. the game.
2: Uh, just the home team seems to win. So we won't quite put that in the bracket of Kilmarnock-Hamilton but we'll put it in a if you're going to pick it Be cautious. make sure you side with the double chance home team. Aye. But yeah, so th- that was my only blip this week was uh, Leipzig away. And my only blip was on the outsider so it was Melbourne City versus Perth Glory. Now, now They got a penalty given to them in the 60th minute which rightly got overturned because the guy was offside but that was pretty much the only thing that happened. It was a very dull game it's but it just doesn't happen in it the was a A-League, dull game A-League. that I've watched twice because I watched it at the time and then I had to watch highlights back to check up on Jack Henry so it, they, they, during the game
1: the commentator said wow this is incredible this is only the 3rd nil nil draw this season in the <laughs> A-League what in the whole league in the whole league
0: <laughs> amazing uh, my outsider was in Italy it was Ascoli away at Frosinone um, Ascoli lost so no outsider win for me it was just, just 1-0 but there wasn't
1: really much excitement in this and it, my outsider came in it was Unterhashing um, interacting unt, Unterhacting which
2: one of you has got annoyed saying there's not a T in it me right okay <laughs> Andy, I, I love just putting letters
1: in it's like when I was looking at Fer Fer Vrakos really don't like, every time I look at that, it looks like the words, have, like the letters have shifted. Um, <laughs> That's Ferenc Varos, is it not? Ferenc Varos.
2: Yeah, yeah, well, see, there you go. Your Hungarian is terrible. It's oh, almost it's, like you're not from the past. I know, it's disgusting.
0: If um, I didn't know he was stupid, I might, <laughs> I might think he was dyslexic.
1: But he's not. So, interhashing or interacting as they prefer to be known here, um, went down 1 <laughs> 0 to Wurzburg Kickers. Came back to one each. Man got sent off and then they took the lead. A, a great win for them. 11 to 4, I think the price yeah, was. Yeah, just under 3 to 1. That was a really um, good one. Which just, I think is the small, I think I'm on a decent run of outsiders of recent. Um, 3 out of the last 4 or 2 out of the last 4. I'm not sure. Andy has a spreadsheet. It's, it's a,
0: certainly, you're, you, well you've hit your last 2 in a row. Yeah, last 2. Um, um, which, is,
2: which is good. 4, for, four for the season.
0: Yeah. 4 four out of 12 is very good in the outsider
2: stakes. But I guess, once again, we'll do this in chronological order. Your game was first in the charity. Yeah, so super comfortable for me.
1: Uh, Lorient scored 90 plus one <laughs> to, get, to get this <laughs> Yeah, this was Friday night. Friday uh, night. And I was out, so me and Mel went out for a, a pizza and then we're sitting in the Corinthian. and I was like, do you know what I mean? like, I can't sit and look at my phone, but I can wait for the notification. And I was like, fuck, that's a game over. Nope, goal. <laughs> <laughs> um, so no, uh, Lorient beat Red Star. Who can't win away? Uh, 2-1. And that started off the charity bet at 9-10, to 10, I think, was, was the price of yep. a, a kick-off.
2: And then my game was at 11am on Saturday morning. It was Alaves at home to Villarreal. I had both teams to score, finished 2-1. I think Alaves scored in the 72nd minute to equalise, and then Villarreal went up and needed 2-1. But by that point, it was irrelevant. I had my both teams to score. That continued that run. Alaves at home, Villarreal away, time, look at both teams to score.
0: That's you, that's you four in a row now, John, yes. for charity picks. Um, and I am five in a row because Servette beat Zamax.
2: Which was the oh, new one.
0: longest <laughs> end to a game ever. It was ridiculous because they were 2-0 up. And then Zamax got a man sent off. Yep. So what was going on there? Well, they, it was just constant home team pressure. But they'd
2: made all their changes. Yeah. So they had just caught... It was, I, we kept texting you because I was going to... to they wanted to cash out. It was absolutely a, not. What are we getting
1: offered for the charity here? The cash out was insane, though. Like the the cash it was at 60 quid for 64 yeah, I'm not and thinking. 59 for f- and, and like with 10 minutes to go and then during like the last 10 minutes it was just going down yeah. <laughs> it's like no I don't want this constant 10 man pressure uh,
0: but all three of them coming in yep. meant the tenor this week was turned into 64 pound 14 that's the third treble we've hit in four weeks mm-hmm. so it's the third of this decade so we've been banging them in there now banging them in well December 28th oh yeah, 11th, yeah. new so, year one but the point is that's 11 of 12 picks. Yeah. Good. And all these picks are around evens. So, why do you think that's absolutely is just... killing it. Do you know what's funny?
2: These... If we'd just done Gordo's pick the way around that I had written them initially, I know it would have been a way to beseech this, because that yeah. would have been about 200 quid would have been handing over as well. Well, this, <laughs> 60, this
0: 64 <laughs> quid takes our running total, so since the new format, for the last 12
2: weeks, to £245.52. It's great. Pretty great. It's two hundred pounds we couldn't afford to give. Yeah. it's great. Could they give them the tenors I suppose. Aye. They hurt though. <laughs> <laughs> but no no, it, it's really good and I, you don't like you don't do it for selfish reasons, but it is nice to win pot and you get a bit you feel like you're a bit good about yourself, Aye. buddy. This is something good that we are doing for the podcast. And hopefully people are at least picking them. See you, they're all good tips. These see, are all very good see tips. See if you reback our charity double. Going to go onto Paul's page and give him a five yeah. or a tenner every time I, if it hits, <laughs> so there's more contribution. Uh, he and went
1: over his 2500 quid with the donation as well for the 12 fundraisers. are still two to go, yeah, there's still two to go. for. So for this month, he, he, we, we, we took them over the mark. So, what did you say? He
2: only needed two quid, <laughs> need we, we went balling in with the 64. 64. <laughs> Facebook group, picks. yeah, there's
0: been some great stuff in the Facebook group. Uh, so if you're obviously into into betting, sharing tips. Join our Facebook group. Just search "Trampled Bet Podcast" on Facebook and ask to join. Uh, we've got a whole community there discussing various different things, not just football. Um, although talking about football, tipping Ross Black, great outside shout of Queen of the South, Aloa tipped Aloha at four to one. Brother morning. of Gary. Yep, they won three two. Um, Who
2: does all the fantastic work from pulling this podcast together with all our breaks, Andy's toilet breaks, Greg's you, breaks. Yeah. Gary brings it it all together as one seamless podcast it sounds like we don't have to take breaks from each other (laughs) pretty much
0: Christopher Sumner had a great shout last night Wickham versus Blackpool uh, tipping the home team Wickham who were 2-0 up after 9 minutes I've seen that picture Uh, yeah 11-8 which is incredible odds
2: I'm I'm thinking I'm going to need to re-engage, at least just to have Facebook for this group. Yeah. just Because I'm missing stuff. Just create a new account and have zero friends. No, I wouldn't create a new account at least, because I'd want people to invite into it as well. Like if I see my mates. Oh, okay.
0: At least that I just, thought, I just thought you just weren't going to do Facebook anymore, so.
2: I mean, I won't post it. It's right. just dead. I, I think I had to log in to verify my Spotify, and I looked at it two seconds, and I went, no. Yeah, but you can just get involved in the group. I'll, I'll maybe just like have like a direct link into that. Mm-hmm. There's, there's, some, there's some good stuff as well. George
0: Jones, Ewan Macbeth, a few good shouts, as per usual. Jacob Feldman getting involved with NBA, something I don't know very much about, but basketball. Yeah, he, I'm took learning the, a bit. he took the Thunder, didn't he? Versus, Oklahoma, yeah,
1: just under Evens. Yeah, and they, they were having a rough, rough game until the <laughs> the fourth quarter where they brought it back. So And that was over Evens with basketball as well. That's, that's a bit tipping a baseball team over Evens. <laughs> a decent shout, so well done on that. James McIver with some UFC
0: shouts yeah and at my uh, request a Royal Rumble shout tipped Drew McIntyre I ended up not betting on the Royal Rumble because there was so many people <laughs> replied with just different names but James was actually first with Drew McIntyre like yeah. first reply of everything so I should have taken that yeah
2: I do think it was I'm I, I, watching nothing of wrestling since 2003 maybe <laughs> but I did see a lot of people saying it's definitely going to be Drew McIntyre because I mean it's obviously scripted and okay. it makes sense and the guy's been the guy that just made the move to BT in the UK mm-hmm. it made sense that it was going to be a Scottish wrestler that won it or ten a British wrestler 10 to 3 on
0: 365 he was
2: I believe Shug
1: Chris Kelly uh, Shug Mitchell Chris Kelly were in there talking about their tips as well I had a look and um, everything they, they had said in there right, about people making the last four and stuff was good Really? Was uh, yeah. that just all gold? It was all gold, <laughs> <laughs> And I don't know enough about wrestling to be like, because I look back, I was like, shit. <laughs> I just passed up free money.
0: Oh, no, there's some really, <laughs> yeah. some So some really good stuff in the in the Facebook group. Uh, Gareth Borer, Jason Stott with their usual um, contributions with some good value bets, selections around evens. So looking forward to more of the same this week. So mm-hmm. join the uh, Facebook group, guys. Trampled Bet Podcast. Getting
2: with it. Getting jiggy with it. Getting jiggy with it. Moving on to Scots Abroad, we'll start with the, the highlight man, Ryan Gold. The Gold man. So, it's hard for us to get too much knowledge, and I cannot... There's no um, interpretation of the press conference, so I've no idea what the manager's saying. But Ryan Gold was captain on Saturday and the centre forward who starts most games and is captain was dropped mm-hmm. so I don't know if he was injured and on the bench because he was carrying a knock or Ryan Gold's the new captain mixing it up because they won 2-0 away to Casapia who are the team that just leak goals yeah. so also look at them away from home this weekend they've got a tight game but they are the worst team in that division by a mile Um he was involved in the first goal, played the ball down the left back, it was a shite cross, and then it was a lot of back and forth, in and out the box. Striker scores, a decent tap-in. And the second goal, Ryan Gold cuts inside from the right, fakes the shoot on his left, goes outside defender, right foot shot in the far corner. But it's at that point that I think he might have been made the new captain, because they all run over to him. Like, I know it was the 95th minute, but they, they made a point of going with him, so I'm, I'm I'm assuming he might be the new captain of Friends. What is the the format of their highlights? That is, it's insane. They do, the man, the manager talking through the game yeah. and just little random clips of the game. Because there's but, no order, because I like moved if, it along to try and get to hit Ryan Gold's goal and then do back. You, do you know, but how do you do that? So, for people who are using the phone, because we're just waving our fingers around there, if you hold down where the pointer yeah. is, and you scroll through it, holding it still down, yeah. you get all the screens mm-hmm. of where it's at. I didn't know that until like a month ago. So I was just I trying fight, to fight.
0: As if you've never watched pornography on your phone.
2: I, but I, don't, <laughs> I don't need to find a highlight of porn. It's all good stuff in there
0: You're, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> the it's
2: credits. All good, it's all good <laughs> stuff in there. I, who, who's the lighting guy in this? <laughs> <laughs> But another successful week and they're now back to the top of the league. Yep. And they got that um monkey off the back, I guess, with their first win of twenty. Yeah. Two
1: games they'd lost, so
2: two games and a draw. So mm-hmm. it was the longest they'd went without a win this season. Um so yeah, Ryan Gold, onto it again. Charlie Gilmore, Telstar won one 0 against Top us. played the full ninety minutes. The first highlight was a class ball over the top. Um you should have scored from it. But the winning goal was scored by Karshish, our man your, range,
1: that, your man you're trying to get signed for
2: range that's 16 goals that's 16 goals in 16 games this goal is fucking beautiful across from the left dropping his foot in the penalty spot mm-hmm. kills it on his left foot and does like a kind of Michael Moles where he fakes to go to his right and the defender's running away mm-hmm. defender's away out to the wing just turns his side foot past the keeper It, it's like if John Carew and, and Wanku Kano had a baby <laughs> this is what this guy's like he's okay, a silky man. touch he's quick and he's good in the air mm-hmm. 24 years old I'm going to keep banging this drum until he joins someday. and I go I told you he's probably going to go to like the gym in 4th division next yeah. season
0: <laughs> interhashing <laughs> good pronunciation
2: Ziggy Gordon Central Coast Mariners in a bit of a bad run mm-hmm. just now they lost 1-0 to Brisbane um, he had a huge block in the first half but another own goal that's their third own goal in four games but it's a harsh one it's a cross on the left the guy sliding in yeah. deflects it in post in front of the keeper they're lucky that Newcastle are terrible because they're keeping off the, the, bottom. the bottom of the league just solely because of that. See, when there's no relegation, though, no. meh. Yeah, I don't know what they're going to do, though, because they do have two divisions below it, but it's similar to America where there's no feeder in. Yeah, But I think they are trying to get to... They've got another franchise joining the end of this season, which will make it to 12, and then I do believe they're trying to get a structure where it's really? moving in. It doesn't make sense to just have them well in, well in America the, the minor league The baseball minor
0: leagues They're all feeder teams For the major league teams So you wouldn't You wouldn't have someone's. They're essentially Reserve teams Yeah You know that are all Affiliated to one of the MLB clubs So you couldn't have The reserves Overtaking the The that's big what, team as it that's were That's
1: what I think Every time I see Willem Dwy Playing like Yeah first, I suppose First Willem team too. Must be yeah. shite <laughs> <laughs> The fifth division
2: That's brilliant <laughs> Uh, Jordan Halsgrove, Belérez, 1-1-0, their joint talk with Atletico Madrid B. There is no highlights, so can't do anything. Jack Henry, as we said, Melbourne drew 0-0 number Perth. No real highlights. I watched, see- I watched the whole game. Jack Henry played really well and they kept comparing him to John Stones. By the way, having watched the highlights, the three bits he's involved in, the only thing I can see out of that is see watching from a distance. Mm-hmm. He moves like John Stones. He's got the same he, he, haircut, rece- right? he receives the ball. He's the same stature. I, I watched him and I thought he's actually. I, I Celtic signed him. I, I did kind of think I was like he's all right. Mm-hmm. And then there was a couple of cuts him running the ball out of the back, and he looked lost. He, he but looked I thought He looked like an all right player. He looked better. So when he played, that he was very good
1: in the air. He did a lot because um, Perth. I think Perth Glory were playing. Yeah, they played a lot of balls out of the box that he cleared. And it was always him you were hearing to get him first. But I think that legal suit him because it's not as physical as the Scottish League. No. It's a bit more standoff and it's allowing him to kind of, he'd seen a couple of times he got the ball at his feet, panicked and it went, oh wait, there's no actually no, any no, pressure. And then moved the ball forward and played like quite good raking balls over the top. Um, it, it was actually, although it was a nil-nil game, it was quite interesting to watch and he was good throughout. So best of luck, Jack.
2: Yeah, we'll need to keep an eye out for when Central Coast are playing Melbourne so we can get, Scots abroad. We can ask Siggy Gordon and Jack Henry to give us their tops. Yeah, That would be a nice... Get them up there. Get, uh, yeah, we've, I mean, we've, got, we've got room in the back room yeah. in the studio. We do actually Beside have the a back room. Beside the pool. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's, that's, yeah, a, so that's a toilet. Like, that's a toilet so it's dirt like, dirt. No, it's like... Oh, is it? Fuck, I've been swimming. Uh, there so there like are four Rogan. rooms in the studio. Yes. Yeah. Balling.
1: Yeah, exactly.
2: Uh, our last Scots Abroad is the return of Liam Henderson. So M play, Drew 1-1 one, one with Kievo. They are in the relegation playoff zone just now. So he's just signed for them. Played the full 90 minutes. No highlights. But the reason we want to talk about this, or the reason I do, is Ewan Kamen, who you probably know off the radio and also does a football podcast, uh, tweeted yesterday, or it may be Monday actually, because Liam Henderson posted a picture of him in his employee shirt, I'm guessing from the game against Cable. And he said, Dear Steve Clark, it's about time This guy got a call up. The fact he's been overlooked to now is embarrassing. (laughs) This is a problem, and this is why this podcast works for this section, is these people are fucking clueless. Yep. And that Liam Henderson done an article in December saying that he thinks that players are overlooked when they go abroad, which at that point he's right on, but it's the right message for the wrong guy. Liam Henderson's played a total of 32 minutes since the 1st of September. So this game was his first time he would played more than thirty three minutes. He made a five minute minutes. I that's almost five months. Yes, almost six months. So you and Cameron want him called up over McTominay, Ryan Jack, Callum McGregor, John Fleck, Jordan Halsgrove. Jordan, about. I, he has legitimately a better. Well, he's been playing league. for. He's at least been playing for the under twenty ones. Yeah. So he's
1: involved in the the it, the route. It just comes across as like this is the this is what Scott. Scott's going abroad face consistently is that people only find him and then they're like why is he not and then you look at the background he was in a team of five centre midfielders Yeah, he couldn't get a game
2: this isn't so that the ironic thing here is it's not Steve Clark that's overlooking the players abroad it's people just finding out spouting shite well he clearly doesn't know anything he knows nothing about him the
0: reason he can put that out there is because he probably knows most of his audience also know nothing no one's going to call him out on that yeah what, because what, they don't know either, so they just go. Oh, to, a good point. He's playing. He's playing.
2: To in be the fair, cows, if, like. you, if you do look at the comments, uh, there was a few people who instantly went, "He's not been fucking playing." Yeah, and that, that is the point. It's the same thing I said with Ryan Gold. Doing an article on somebody once every four months is not fucking beneficial to anyone. So if you want an actual update on the players, listen to this brilliant. podcast. What's Fiona Brown up to? She's recovering just now. I seen a video of her doing that fucking the one leg squat. No, the treadmill, the anti gravity treadmill. So, a- like, t- one, no, 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 it just, it's the, so your vacuum sealed from the running part. Oh, right, okay. So, it, like, assists, so it takes a couple of, like, pounds off your weight so mm-hmm. you can actually move freely uh. because she's still coming back for a serious knee-, knee injury. But, I mean, she's running, the interview was out, um but um, it's hard to put a time on it because this is a third fucking knee injury. It's mental, haven't it? Like, and you don't recover from ACLs. And <laughs> it was our other Scotsman, Lannan Clarence, birthday. And I seen Fiorentina putting out a tweet saying soon. So, I'm guessing Lana Clarenda is back, mm-hmm. but it would just be about getting game time now. And Corsi's season starts back in April, so we've still got a bit of time for the Utah Royals, which will annoy me. Claire Emsley didn't have a game this weekend. Melbourne are still top. There was no fixtures. But I'm assuming she's going to have to go back to Orlando. She's still undefeated, is she? Yeah. She's drawn 1-1-7, scored two goals. And we've now got our second sponsored player, so Jamie Berjonis. Came on for his first party official appearance. They were 2 0 down to our bro. He came on with 25 minutes to go. They scored late on for Brian Graham, but they still lost the game 2 1. Couldn't really see any highlights. It was off our bro. I do love the commentator for our bro's TV, though, because it's everything I want from their own fan channel. Super excitement when our Broth are going forward. Complete and, bias. And, and just red when party official Oh, no! <laughs> And Ben Grant. Listen to the podcast and works for Coin and Rangers, has reassigned us, so we lost Mikey Hewitt, who went back to United. And we've now got Carlo Monte. Carlo Monte, formerly of Greenock Morton, King's Park Rangers, Drum
1: United, are both Pollock, Dundee, Pollock, Zebrug Rangers, Cormate, Pollock, and and
2: Rangers. And he has special teams. Like this is the guy who who's, we've seen score a few free kicks when we've been watching Michael Hewitt games. Yep. So this could we could get a chance to get a good few videos here on our Trample Bet page. Are you guys just checking his stats, yeah. I was just checking what
0: age he was because that was a lot of teams. So, he's only 29.
1: 29 So, wel- welcome,
2: welcome, Carlo. Yeah, welcome to the Trample Bit podcast.
0: Can we just point out his name is Carlo Monte,
2: yeah, which is Monte Carlo in school? It would have been Monte Carlo, his really? middle name's Gordon, genuinely. Oh, that's it, it takes away from his life. Sorry, Carlo, you just ruined that for his god, <laughs> Terrible name. And move on to this week's picks. So picks for Saturday the 1st of February 2020. I'll start myself. Are you going to lead off? I'm going to lead off all the time. I'm in a role now. You are in a role. So we
0: always start with the banker bet. Yep. Which is as close to, we think, as a guaranteed outcome as possible.
2: Yeah. And I'm I'm only nervous about this one a little bit, but all the stats back me up. It's about... um, It's because I'm in a role. Like, if I hadn't had one, this would have been a brilliant banker for me, but because I'm... I'm now backing myself up. I'm quite proud of my wee record just now. I'm I'm getting scared. So it's in the the Greek Super League. It's Olympiakos at home to Zante. Now that sounds like why am I worried. I'm taking Olympiakos to win the second half. So to people who... I mean, I'm assuming everyone in our audience knows what betting is, but there are some people who actually listen to this that don't gamble. They just like our podcast. Doesn't matter what the score is at halftime. It starts nil-nil again. So Olympiakos to win... It's now went down to I think ten to uh, three to ten, three to ten. But there was some. But when I seen it, it was like forty-seven and one to three. It varied. So Olympiakos have won the second half in their last ten home games against Zante. So in all of the last ten meetings with Zante at home, they've won the second half. They have won seven of the last ten home second halves in the league, and Zante have lost seven of the last ten away second halves. Zante are quite good at keeping it tight in the first half. So. Best case scenario: nil 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 one nil. Yeah, and Olympiacos still have to go and put the game. What to bed. you don't want is Olympiacos being five nothing yeah. up. If I li- yeah, that would be how I'd do this bet. is I would wait till half time, the odds will change then. Yeah, but, but if it, yeah, but I'd still. It, it's about saving your money. If you chuck on this and they're five 0 up, you've you've lost your bet. Teams who have got a big lead at half time don't win the second halves. That's just how it happens. So that's the only risk. To win the first half odds were terrible. It was like one to five to win the first half, so I was like, no, no, no. So Olympiakos visante to win the second half is one to three slash three to ten.
0: I'm taking a similar odds shout, but just this is just a straight up um well it's not, it's one X market. upen versus Cercle Bruges in the Belgian Jupiler League Saturday at seven PM. This is 13th place, Juppin, at home to bottom of the table, so 16th place, uh, Bruges, um, who have 11 points. Juppin have 23, so almost double as many points, but these are two pretty bad teams. Um, Juppin have only taken 10 points at home from 11 fixtures, which isn't great, granted, but Bruges have taken one point away from home all season. Yeah, they're awful. 11 away matches, they've scored eight times, they've conceded 28, and it's only been good enough to get a draw once. Neither of these teams are good, as I say, but Bruges being so terrible away, what I'm taking is the banker is Upen or draw. So essentially, Bruges not to win, and you'll get that at three to ten.
2: It's a great pick. It is literally the worst. It's got to be possibly the worst away team in Europe. Uh, unbelievably terrible. Yeah, like so up there with Casapia in the second division of School. Yeah, is it Circle or Kirkle? i don't know i'm not belgian who do we have somebody that, who was the person that corrected us before on so oh I um, shouldn't i'm michael but he, he
0: lives in holland so he's ah, he'll be able to find Dutch. he'll be he'll be able to speak help speak to us.
2: your uh, bruges correspondent please <laughs> I,
0: I i don't apart from that I, I don't think i know any belgians apart from Tintin and poirot
1: colin farrell <laughs> seen know <it> in bruges
0: <laughs> he's irish though <laughs> it's a great film if no one's ever if, if you've never it's seen a Bruges. fantastic download it, it's wonderful. But yes, uh, upin or draw, very important there. That's the double chance. Double
1: chance. So, my banker's actually a bit higher odds, but it's only because I got the odds later on, and I I, I don't really know why. My banker is Heidenheim at home to Dynamo Dresden. Um, They're 7-11. If you look at their last... Ten games, they've lost. Uh, they've drawn one, and it was with Armenia. Bielefeld. That includes uh, some of the friendlies they played against Lucenau, Beijing, Guan. But they've played Unterhashing Osnabrück, Greuther Furth, um, Würzburg, Kickers, Hanover, and St. Pauli, and beaten them. Teams. All. Some some really good teams versus Dynamo Dresden, who are awful away from home. They have two points away all season. They're they're mince, and they are double as good. They've is got brief. one. They've got <laughs> they've got one point in the last te- in the last five games. Um, Heidenheim will get ten points out of the last uh, five played. I just think Heidenheim are going to go over the top of them. It's a bet against Dresden for me. Yeah, yeah, they, they are so so bad. And that's but Dresden have played nine games away from home this season. They've scored seven and conceded twenty two and collected two points. Have you got a double chance on that? One is six.
2: See, one is I'm still in the realms of a banker. God, uh, God, 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 the God is, he's taking the yeah. God, uh, those balls uh, out. Aye, so seven to eleven. Um,
1: I think that's a good price. Uh, and Interhash... Eh, sorry, <laughs> and Heidenheim are... It's a good price
0: because Heidenheim are quite a good team anyway. Yeah. Um. So, in my, for instance, the one I was talking about, the reason I took the double chance is because Eupen are terrible. Yeah. They're just not as terrible as... Both of Carcola these teams Bruges, are. Whereas yeah. your one, I think there's a definite advantage for Heidenheim. There's
1: another thing about this game, I think, that has given you such a good price, is that the bookies at some point expect Dynamo Dresden to turn it around this season. Because yeah. they're not... Like, they're a... They're a big team. This this could be the game. <laughs> However, seven eleven's big price. They unform. the this is the this
2: is the way this game goes. Okay. No. My value is Perth Glory, so I'm backing them again at home to Melbourne Victory. So Perth Glory have won five and drawn one of the last six. The last team to beat them were Melbourne Victory, and that was when it all changed. Melbourne Victory have been terrible away from home, minus a Champions League win midweek in the, the Asian Pacific region. But that was a really short result. They were outplayed um, by Kashima. I just fancy Perth Glory. So Melbourne have lost the last four league games away. Perth Glory you're getting at 45 almost evens. Castro's going to turn it on. It's going to be a comfortable win. 2-3-0 to Perth Glory. Melbourne victory don't have it in them. Yeah. I like it. My value pick, England League One,
0: Saturday at 3pm, so a standard kickoff. Bristol Rovers play Coventry. 5th place Coventry, 45 points from 26. Bristol Rovers in 12th, 38 points from 27 games, so a game more. Bristol aren't brilliant at home, they're 14th in the home um, form table, so taking only account of home matches. Coventry are one of the best away performers, they're 5th in the away table. Coventry 2nd in the 5-game form table, 11 points from a possible fifteen. Bristol only two points from their last five, which puts them twentieth in the five team uh, five game form table. You can get Coventry at even money. I think there's plenty of value in that. The way the two teams are currently playing,
2: they both drew last night. Um, Br- Bristol Rovers gave Bolton the first point in like five games again. So for for me, on form, Coventry the better side, but Bristol are just so so bad. I think this is like the fourth time one of us have backed against them against them.
0: And I, I, you're getting even money. Well, well
2: forty nine to fifty. Well, the last like the last time we backed them, they were two 0 up at half time, right? And they lost four two. So they're they're that la- they're that bad. They can lose a game four nil in the second half.
0: Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm happy with this. I, I think around even money is just
2: really good. Yeah, I I, I just it's just because Bristol so so bad. So the Domino's League Two.
1: Oh I uh, forgot to do a thing We we'll need, we'll need to start it next find week Find the
2: sponsor I looked for the sponsor for uh, the.
1: No no We don't want real sponsors
2: Well this is the so only real b- sponsor I'm willing to give do, do you know what In fact We'll do that on the Facebook group Going to ask everyone To contribute A bizarre brand That they feel Represents a sponsor like, Not like a Heinz Beans But like an Aldi ripoff. Just And we'll get a hundred things together And every time We pick a league We've not picked before We'll assign it A new Just sponsor draw one out of the hat Yeah, yeah. And we'll just until we've got every league sponsored, and then we'll move it to other events as well. So Wimbledon will have a sponsor when we're reviewing tennis, like
1: <laughs> <laughs> a, a brand that sells exclusively hockey sticks. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, French League Two, Troye versus Grenoble Foot. So Troye at home have been pretty good. They've got twelve points from the last five games. They've never lost to Grenoble when they've played. They've in the history of this fixture, which has been played five times, they have drawn two, one three. Grenoble have never beat them. Troy are in a bit of a good run just now, as I just mentioned. Grenoble away have been really poor. They lost to AC Ajaccio. They drew with Sochaux. They lost to Lorient. They lost in the cup to Frejus, who are a team that are three divisions below them. They drew with Le Mans, and their last win was away at Auxerre. You're going to get Troy at 9-10. I think that's quite good value in that. It's a Friday night game. The French leagues are a bit odd this weekend, in that there's a lot of teams playing each other really close in the table. And in the actual form table... Troy have nine points. Grenoble have um, uh, in overall at, at home and away. Um, Troy have got nine. Grenoble have got six. So there's not really that much between them. Troy are better at home, however. Um, I think you're going get, to you get nine to ten on them on the most recent uh, odds or ten to eleven
2: with other bookmakers. Troy, A, need to score two goals. You think? Yeah. Give me a correct score. 2-1. Thank you. 2-1. I think it'll be really tight. Because... Mm-hmm. Troy score just over a goal a game at home and Grenoble just concede over a goal. 2-1 to one is 8-1. to
1: one. So there is John's additional tip, right. which are generally quite good over the top. Yeah. Um, but yes. And they've, they've
2: lost a few games by scoring the winning, haven't they? They've lost a lot of narrow games away from home. Uh, Grenoble,
1: yeah, yeah. They have, they have done. Um, Troy had a really good win in the cup midweek. They beat Select young AF, AFE. Um, uh, sorry, it was a club friendly. Uh, they won
2: 5-1. So... 9-10. And my outsider is Mannheim at home to Magdeburg. I'm taking the home team 8-5, to five, so just under 2-1. It's third versus 12 in the league and Magdeburg only have one competitive one away from home. So it's it's really picking an outsider based on how bad their away team is. Mannheim aren't great at home, but they are overall a better team. They actually pick up more points on the road than they do at home, but it's just Magdeburg's away record that's really, really turning me on to this game. 8 to 5, third versus 12th in the league, but as I said, Magdeburg have only won one competitive game this whole calendar season. So, Mannheim at home, 8 to 5.
0: My outsider's a proper outsider. It is. Antwerp away at Club Bruges. Apparently I don't like Bruges this week, Yeah, um, which is strange because it's not often I'm in the Belgian well, Drupal League.
2: Goddo the week against Munich and yeah. they both came in. And they yeah. both came
0: in, so hopefully my week against Bruges comes in. Um, so Drupal League again, this time Sunday at half past one. Club Bruges are top, uh, 53 points. Antwerp joint second, eight points behind on 45. They're level in the five-game foreign table. They've both taken 11 points from the last five league games. In twenty nineteen, this fixture yielded a 0-0 draw, a three two Bruges home win, and a two one Antwerp win. So they can beat each other. Antwerp's recent away form has been pretty damn brilliant four wins, one draw in their last five road matches. For two teams that I think are pretty closely matched, I'm happy to side with the away team because I'm getting eleven to two or six to one. I think the odds are really big.
2: I'm on you with that. I've just I've my only note on this is I'm unsure but it's 50-50 on who I would pick to win. Yeah. So the so fact you're getting somebody at 5 to 1 is ridiculous.
0: Take the 11 to 2 shot. Yeah. Well, um yeah, so, so every it's, day. So it's Antwerp for me um in that big game in Belgium.
2: I also like both teams to score in that game as well. Yeah, I think you're getting that 7 to 10. I quite like that. Okay. People of Trample Bet,
1: Look at this stupid game of football that I've picked as my outsider, right? Look at this ridiculous game. Racing Santander versus Alcorcon. Rathing. Rathing Santander versus Alcorcon. It is the joyous draw of all time. All of my notes just say draw. Look at this form table for the home and away team, right? Look at this. It is orange the whole way down. (laughs) Look, they've played played 20 games away from home at Alcorcon this season and they've drawn 12 at home racing Santander. Look at this. It is a draw, all day, every day Lots of score draws in there as well Yeah, the 1-1, 1-1, 2-2, 2-2, 1-1, 0-0, 1-1 Alcarcon it is insane It's awful It's it actually terrible, awful te- like This game is either going to be It's going to be a draw So I've got that at 9-5 um, to Yes, yeah. the price on that currently it is going to be a miserable game of football. A game of football that you will not want to be watch, not want to watch, or be involved in, however. or get
0: goal alerts, or for. get
1: goal alerts. I will, I will happily just match my start, goal alert. match end, yeah. nil nil. That's it. So this, it's I actually I've got a couple that I feel could have been in the outsider um, spot as draws that I'll come to later on, um, and I, I'm
2: going to take them as a draw treble. Well, this there's, is you going for three in a row, yeah, In the outsiders, there's so. an excellent thing I'm just looking at here. So the form table. I think Santander are 20th, so third bottom yeah. of, the for- of the home table. Played 12. They have a plus two goal difference and they have 13 points. So it's almost perfectly statistically. <laughs> and AlcaCon's overall form has played 25, scored 29, conceded 28, <laughs> got 33 points. Did so they literally only have Thoughts. like a goal above being zero goal difference or a couple of points above being draws every game? It's immense. <laughs> draw you know would be good to, to see to do the Jack exercise Har- Jack Harper playing maybe? Well, that,
0: that would be good but what I would be interested in is going back to the old system and seeing what that league table would look like if you got two points for a win and one for a draw <laughs> because draws used to be much more valuable yes oh, uh, if like, you won
2: all your home games and drew all your away games oh, you'd be fine you win
0: the league yeah um, so obviously with three points for a win though that was to stop teams playing for draws because wins were more valuable they just haven't caught up yet yeah. in
1: France in Spain in Spain sorry (laughs) Um, yeah so this game is uh, (laughs) I I like like that one I will post I will post a picture of my notes in the chat after the podcast comes out because what I've got (laughs) is draw 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 next line down draw back line top draw back down all day
2: perfect to our charity bet, so we're going for three in a row here on the charity. We are indeed. That's also good... four out of five. Must be really nice. You guys want to go first because I'm going for a bit of a reach and I've got a couple more comments on this game.
0: Yeah, sure. I'll I'll fire out first. So I'm in the French league, uh uh-huh.
2: Did
1: they have a sponsor?
0: Um Papa John's, I believe.
2: Oh.
1: Yeah, Is that they... the tears they go to like? They'll be getting a new sponsor soon, don't they? Yeah.
0: <laughs> it's Lou <Le> Papa Jacks. <laughs> Uh, The French League won on Sunday at 8pm Bordeaux against Marseille 2nd place Marseille 42 points from 21 games 10th place Bordeaux 29 points from their 21 games Um, This game hasn't really been won by the away team for 10 years so I'm kind of backing against that I'm going to take Marseille away from home Um, mainly because Bordeaux have a pretty poor home record this season 16th in the 20 team league only 14 points at home Marseille have picked up 18 road points, which is good enough to be fourth best in that away-only table. Form-wise, Marseille have taken 11 points from the last five matches. Bordeaux have only managed three points from a possible 15. I think this is the time that this fixture season away win, and I really like the odds of better-than-even money on Marseille, uh, currently 6-5. to five.
2: Good stuff. I'm game for it as well. I, I just think... So Marseille drew homey Anji last weekend, but they absolutely fucking pummeled Scutted them. them, and I like think I said this in the chat was two bankers that I had noted on my spreadsheet were Newcastle homey Oxford, which finished now now, yep. and Marseille homey Angie, which finished now now. Yeah. So that's the research we were doing. How close I was to picking one to lose, well avoided. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I, I think there's just I think cause you're getting over it, See if you see if this was three to
0: four, I wouldn't I wouldn't have taken it. Yeah. It's it's the fact it's better than even money. I think Marseille probably win this game about half the time, probably even maybe slightly more than half the time. So the implied value of six to five is just great. And this is Sunday at eight o'clock. So this might be the one we're waiting on again. I don't know how I always end up in this position
1: for my (laughs) my, my charity picks the last one. Uh, okay, I'm going to take you to the Bernard Matthews Turkish First Division. Um I see what you've done <laughs> Where her. Uh, Alanyaspor versus Ye- uh, Yeni Alanya uh, Alanyaspor are the form team at home currently. They've won the last five games. Uh, they won 5-1, 3-1, 1-0, 2-1, 2-1. So both teams to score is probably a good shout in this game as well. You're getting them at 1-2. to two. They're playing a not very good team away from home, they lost to um, Yeni lost to um, Bakashir and Sivaspor 4-1 and 4-0 and they drew with kind of lower teams, their last good result was against Besiktas when they won 2-0, historically this fixture, Alanya Spor have won it uh, three times, uh, Yeni have uh, won it twice I just think at 1-2, you're probably they're they're on a great run at the moment, they want to continue that they're winning against teams that are pretty decent, I think win or winning both teams to score would be a good shout, win is 1-2
0: 1 to 2 is what's
1: going on our treble. It's what's going on our charity treble. 1 to 2. Uh, both teams to score is 5 to
2: 6. So,
1: oh, I quite like that actually. I that they don't have to do that. They yeah. have to win.
2: I'm I'm happy with it and as a result of your really weak odds pick, I'm going to go big. <laughs> Says the man that picked an 8 to 5 outsider. Don't let, Gordon don't, yeah. let, don't let him I'm forget not, this. Hey, <laughs> hey on that the away team are favourites, so <laughs> I My- don't make the odds. I just play by the rules. Right?
1: My banker is PSG at one to twelve <laughs> uh, home to
2: <laughs> I think Andy's got the biggest <laughs> banker this year: one to seven Liverpool. Liverpool one to seven. Yeah, yeah that, but that
0: was just that was just
2: get one. I get just one get back. it in.
0: I was, I was on a I was on a poor run at the time.
2: So I've played around, and to be honest, I think we'll make a decision in the charity once I see the odds, because I tweeted Skybet to try and get odds for this. So it's the Madrid derby, which in the last five games, I've saw three red cards and an average of seven bookings a game. So it is a nasty game. It always has bookings. So if you're telling me, this is why my bet's here, if you're telling me there's an average of seven bookings a game, and if Ramos and Casemiro start for Real Madrid... They are two of the seven that are getting carded. Um this game is never not a dirty game. Yep. Even if it's a shite game to watch, it's always got action. But I'm turning and throwing because one bookie said, and it's not linked to Bookie, they're given the odds predictor based on other games, that Casemiro and Ramos double card is five to one. The red card's coming in at three to one just now, which odds suggest happens more than that. So I'm going to play around. I want this double, but if I look at this double and it's like 3-1, I'm not taking it I'm going to switch to the red card. Okay, so you, which one are you, are you going to take? Whichever one's the bigger odds. Whatever one's the bigger odds. So if Casemiro and Ramos are 5-1, to one, combined. as is predicted, combined carded in that game, I'll take that. If it drops below or level with the red card, I'm going to switch it to a red card. Because okay. I'm not taking it at risk on two yellows for no reason if it's not good odds. Yeah. So, minimum I think we're getting is about 3-1 for this pick so it's either a red card the other thing to look at is request bets which we'll put out on the page in the group on Facebook once in with the lineups because Casemiro and Ramos will be on it and it depends on who Athletic Madrid start with whether cost is available or not but it's going to be it's going to be a dirty game I almost took Athletic, Athletic Madrid to score to be my banker actually Athletic Madrid to get goals 4-6 to six. That's really good. Really good. They're not scoring a lot of goals just now, though. They're really put away from home. But Real Madrid are just terrible defensively. Everyone's got a chance of scoring a goal against them. So look out for that. Forty-six is almost good value. Yeah. So Atlético Madrid to score a goal. There's a lot there, but to be clear for the charity, it will either be a red card at three to one, or a combined Ramos Casemiro card, and we'll, we'll tweet that out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We'll make, we'll, we'll make the decision once yeah. we're doing the charity bet Yeah. So, that's the charity. So, that was... Marseille. to Bordeaux. Allianz Sport to beat Yeni. And myself. It's either Casemiro, Ramos, double or a red card.
0: So, we put a tenner on the combined treble. And if it wins, all proceeds to beat St. Beatson. Add to our £245.52 for the past mm. uh, 12 Well, this weeks. could
2: be quite a healthy hand if we get the 5-1. to Because it's coming in. It's coming in. Yeah. But 11 of 12 if those two guys start those two guys especially being at the Bernabeu as well because they'll be pushing on to get goals and that's your the midfielder yeah. and it doesn't matter where you play Ramos he's getting carded he's getting carded Yep. Yeah. Yeah. other picks yeah go for it so other picks I am
1: proposing a, a treble of the other picks by taking my outsider and these two other ones as a treble it's a 52 to 1 draw treble nice um, I've got a £5 free bet Cluj are playing Stouy Bucharest at home. This this game, when Cluj play at home, the last six iterations have been draws. Okay. 0-0-1-1-1-1-1-0-0-1-1. This, this game is heading towards a draw. Throughout the season, they haven't drawn much, but they're both playing midweek. Okay. They're both playing midweek, in the so they're going to have to... like They'll be going for this game because it's the top of the league versus second of the league. However, they've got a game to think about coming up. I think a draw will be a good result for them, and I think they will... There's a bit of a hoodoo about this. So that's that's draw number one. So that's just a straight up draw at 11 to five. Draw number two is actually a correct score draw, which is Empoli versus Croatone. Um It is head to head, Empoli at home. I've drawn 1-1, one, 1-1-0, one, 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 drawn 1-1, one, 1-1-0, one, 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 drawn 1-1. One, one. They draw 1-1 one, one at home all the time. Croatone away, don't really draw. However, Empoli, if you look at their home, one-one draws. Yeah. you constantly draw one-one at home, so five to one for a one, and it doesn't matter who they're playing. This is teams at the top of the league, teams at the bottom of the league. So if you put them all together on three-six-five, so that is Racing Santander and Alcorcon Cluj and uh, Steaua Bucharest and Empoli and Crotone, it is one at uh, one each. It comes out at fifty-two point seven five to one. That's all
2: right. Yeah, I'm everyone. not. I'm
0: not touching that.
2: You don't like draws,
1: do you?
0: correct scores and combining them but the bookies love people that put things like that together in a coupon <laughs> I'll see you all
1: next week with my check
0: mental <laughs> have you yet nervous no uh, just to add to my um, I think it was was it last week or two weeks ago I said the next leader of the Labour Party will be Keir Starmer the odds on that have dropped now to two to seven so the show's looking even more likely I was saying two to five was mental money for that so if you can still get anywhere near that price cool. jump on uh, Facebook group Yeah, join the Facebook group So just search Trampled Bet Podcast um, Join us there, we've got a community now About 120 odd members All active, all interested All sharing good picks across a wide variety of sports Come on, say your piece Get involved in the chat Talk about our picks Do you like what you've heard this week? Do you not like it? Do you have any inside information? Perhaps you follow one of the teams you know, You're know, you a Bristol Rovers fan or something yeah. And want to say, well, I agree with this or that um, so just search Trampled Bet podcast, and you can get us all at Twitter. You can get me
2: at John Walker underscore nineteen eighty six. You can get myself at ASV Sports, and you can get me at underscore Gordo Mick. And you can get us all at Trampled Bet. Have a good weekend. Happy hunting. Bye. Sports
0: Social Podcast Network.